Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Kitmen Podcast. My name is Rohan. As always, I'm joined by Dillette and Owen. How are you guys? Good, man. Doing great. Splendid. Wow, that's good to hear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Rohan? Me? I'm, I'm, I'm doing swell as well. Thank you for asking, Owen. Host never gets no love. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so let's kick it off, I guess, with the UCL. What's everyone's thoughts on Villarreal versus Bayern? You know, I, honestly, first day, all the predictions that we had, I think, went wrong. No, we, no. We did, oh. Did, oh, first day. No, I had Madrid, I think. I don't think you did. Did I not? Damn. I didn't back him? Oh, well. I think you had Chelsea. I don't think you backed him. I want to point out, I... Um, I, I, it wasn't that I said Villarreal was good, but I just said Byron was bad. Yeah, and I kind that's of, true. I, I had a feeling they would get knocked out. Well, I think, I think they're decent enough. I mean, are you just saying it because it's an Emery team? No, 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 no. Like, even before they, they drew Villarreal in the Champions League, I was saying, like, this, this Byron team is like a shell of what it used to be, which is weird because it's literally the exact same exact players. Same team. So what do you think's missing? Same manager. I don't know what's missing, but they don't play as well anymore they don't dominate nearly as much and i i don't i like i couldn't tell you what it is yeah just comparing them to their well, it was two years ago they won dominant team. yeah yeah i mean they unstoppable now it's just and, there's something missing yeah and even no even last year without winning it they still like they were still like a scary team whereas this this year i did not think they were a scary team other than their bayern munich you know like on the field they weren't scary yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, they got beat a couple times this year too, which, you know, shouldn't really happen if you're in the Bundesliga and you're Bayern Munich. Maybe I can understand like an off couple of games, but they were getting beat pretty frequently, were they not? Yeah, t- yeah. typically it's only like a couple of, you know, I consider them advertisements for the Bundesliga where like a, a random newly promoted club will beat Bayern Munich to like yeah. disprove the Farmers League theories. But no, nah, it's... Something's off there. All right. Well, Owen, so can Villarreal beat Liverpool? I don't, I don't think so. I don't see that happening. No, I mean, I, they, credit to them. They defended so well against Bayern. And I don't think I've seen a team put more crosses over the span of 180 minutes than Bayern did into the box. And just about every time they were beaten away. That, that's fair. Uh, but, like, Liverpool, we haven't seen any t- sign of slowing down. They have one of the most stacked squads in the world. I where they, I think where Bayern lacked defensively on that and offensively, I think Liverpool will be able to make up for. You know, I don't see Villarreal getting nearly as many crosses or anything on them. I, I just, realistically, I don't see a situation where Villarreal comes out of this. I mean, Not even on the counter chances because they countered so well against Bayern. Just talking about Liverpool, I think everything that Bayern lacks, Liverpool has. Okay, fair. Fair. Okay, so then I want to get your thoughts on Chelsea Madrid, Owen, because that must have been heartbreaking. That was heartbreaking. That was real devastating. It was a real emotional roller coaster right there because we go a two up, Marcus Alonso for the third, gets called back, I think it's all right, and then Timo comes in clutch, grabs a third. And then, I mean, there's like, the most beautiful assist I have ever seen from Madrid. Like, 
it was just crazy. I don't. And then from there, you know, I kind of just as soon as that one happened, I saw all momentum just die down. And I think I think that a Benzema goal was just bound to happen. Inevitable. Yeah. yeah. At least it was, you know, you guys went out in style. Probably it was a good game. Probably of the season, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was hard. I was surprised because the way I viewed this second leg, I didn't think Chelsea was capable of scoring like more than two goals past like a, a good team just because yeah. of how defensively they set up. But they, they surprised me. You guys came out and like really, like really tried to win the game, which I guess you had to, but I was just unfamiliar with that, like that kind of style in the big games from Chelsea. Oh, totally. Okay. So let's talk about um, the other game that day. That was, or the other game, um, the next day. Let's get your City. thoughts. Your thoughts on Chelsea Madrid. Chelsea Madrid. I I thought it was a very good game as well. I mean, Modric was amazing that game, and I think, no, definitely, I'd say. I mean, he he showed why he's the only person not named Messi or Ronaldo to get a Ballon d'Or in the last like what thirteen years. Yeah. I mean, he was on the top. I mean, he's thirty six. It's insane. Proves himself um, game again, again. Yeah. Yeah, but let's talk about Man City and Atletico Madrid. Um, that, that was a very interesting game. Uh, Delight, your thoughts? Mm, I think you guys did a good job of just kind of like getting a nil-nil. Like, if, I will, what do you think? I, I will say they looked very, very good if Atletico Madrid did in the, in the second leg. But you guys were defending well. And, I mean, it's not what you expect from a Guardiola team, but, I mean, it got the job done. Play I, think, I feel like you should feel refreshed seeing that. Because you no. guys were – No, but you guys were put under pressure for a, basically the entire game and didn't, didn't crack. Or at least, I, I wouldn't I mean, say the entire game. I'd, I'd, really, I'd really only say the, the second 45 minutes, the second half of that game was when we really felt the pressure. And it wasn't like we confidently beat everything away. It was like luck was on our side that day. It's the type of feeling that I get when Manchester City boxes the team in, whips and crosses, gets decent chances, and can't score. I, I felt that opposite feeling. I, I feel like, you, I don't know. I think you should feel like a little refreshed. You guys survived, and it's not like... Well, I mean, it, you have the final, you know, or a quarter. You have the free, you have the free kick um, that Ederson beat away barely. There were a couple decent chances on net. Um, Rodrigo de Paul got a good look. Um, even Suarez got a decent look that Ake beat away. That one made me feel confident. But then five seconds later, Angel Carrera slips on his shot that probably could have gone bottom corner, and luckily it was like just at Ederson's knees. Like that's the lucky feeling I get. Or Griezmann's volley, like that, like those couple inches, like it's a little bit of luck. Is it that you don't think this, you think you guys are like using up the luck too early now? No, <laughs> no, I'm just saying if we were that shaky against Atletico Madrid. I uh, want you face a team with some, not that Atletico doesn't have firepower, but. But as in Vinicius and Benzema yeah. firepower. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that game, the, the Madrid City, that's the next semifinal, right? Huh. I could see that game kind of being decided in the midfield. 
And who do you see going to? Very heavily decided in the midfield. And I'm probably leaning more towards Madrid just for the experience. I don't know. This seems like a historic Champions League run from Benzema. I see no reason why Laporte <laughs> is going to stop that. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree a thousand percent. I mean, if one of the best defensive teams in Premier League, a better defensive team than City can't handle it, how can I expect City to? No, that, that's a yeah, that's a good point. And I don't necessarily think it'll be a game dominated in the midfield. I feel more of a Paris Saint-Germain versus Athletic or uh, versus Real Madrid type of game. Like real back and forth? Not back and forth, but you know, like that first leg in Paris, Madrid fully sat sat back. Mm. Oh, you think they're going to do what they did against Paris. Okay. Yep, and then come home to the Bernabeu and do well in their playground. I mean, it seems like you guys have the pieces to kind of counteract what they're going to do. They're going to feed yeah. it. Other than Benzema, I don't think you guys have anyone that's going to do nothing against Benzema. But as for Vinicius, who's kind of their second main threat, Kyle Walker should be the kind of like the ideal match for him, you know, at right back. He's injured. Oh, will he be injured for the semifinal? I don't know. Um, it looked serious. Okay, that's a big hit then. Yeah. Yeah, if you, especially if you throw like Cancelo on the right. That's he's not gonna be able to handle the pace. Yeah. yeah. Although hmm. that that brings me actually before we move on to the title race, Owen, your thoughts on City Madrid? Where do you see that going? Yeah. Well, I, I kind of agree with what it seems like a hit on Madrid and Benzema. I don't really see it stopping. I don't think. I, I definitely agree they're gonna be good games. Um, I think Madrid's gonna come out on top. They're just attacking power. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, so let's head over to the title race. I wanna, what are your thoughts on Liverpool versus City? The game itself or just where it's going? Uh, let, let's start with the game itself. Well, I, I thought it was a great game. I do think, I think Liverpool probably did get a little bit lucky. Um, but... I mean, kind of that's how I expected it to go. Get a little tie in there, top two teams. I didn't think anything would really be decided that weekend. Um, we expect a draw. I kind of was. It's going to come down to the wire because it's what one point away still. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know just as much hype that was going into it. I I thought it was just going to go down to the wire. So that's the type of thing with these. Sorry? No, no, go for it. Well, that's the type of thing with these games is the person who's chasing, the team that's chasing, have so so far less pressure on them than the team in the lead. And we saw that a couple years ago when it was the reverse and Liverpool were just up by seven points and it came down to City versus Liverpool, essentially. They narrowed that gap to four and then won essentially on the last day of the season. And that's why I'm thinking it's going to go Liverpool's way. And because I think it's very destined, because look at Liverpool's Champions League group, or Champions League road to the final. It's been very, very easy compared to Manchester City's. Who do you guys think? Going through so much? 
Okay, well, before this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, if you list off those teams, they're not too different. But no, I see sporting, sporting, yeah, I agree. Sporting was just as easy as Liverpool's matchup, if not easier. But this matchup, we had a very, very tough Atletico Madrid team. And they had an easy team to beat. Although so someone should buy Darwin Nunes because he is insane. Um, um, but now they have Villarreal and we have Real Madrid. Yeah, that's fair to say. I, I kind of... Do you, I wouldn't consider one point like really trailing like that. To, with what you were saying about how one team's oh. chasing, one team's catching up, I feel like it's tight enough to where they're both kind of on their toes. Or on okay. Their well, okay. Well, where I was going with that is because they're chasing, I feel like they're going to get the quadruple. Because so that drive. Yeah. No, well, they have the easy road to the Champions League final. They play us in the FA Cup tomorrow morning. Um, and KDB and Kyle Walker are hurt for that. So if they beat us there, they have to beat Chelsea, I believe, to to win the FA Cup. Yeah, Chelsea. So Chelsea it's, it's kind of all best. going their way, and they're only one point off. In the Do you prim. think that game tomorrow will have any input or say on what happens in the Champions League final, or not Champions League, Premier League? Well, yes and no. I can see like, like for the spirit of the team. Um, if Manchester City win, I feel like they'll have a lot more belief than they currently do. But if Liverpool win, I see it very, very hard to stop them from winning the Champions League and the um, Premier League. Because that's, I feel, where they're going to be like, okay, you know what? This is our time. We have to get like 100% serious. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you're saying. Whoever's winning this FA Cup, definitely. I, I see them getting kind of boosted odds to win the Premier League. Especially with Liverpool, those guys have been like, like, Trent has been posting one out of four, zero out of four since, like, the beginning of the season. Like, I know. I don't know what the club culture is like, really, at City, but it seems like they're, they're very serious about the quadruple right now. And they kind of, that's been, like, the goal since the start of the season, which is insane for any team to go out and, like, say, yeah. oh, this season's objectives is all four trophies that we're in. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. So, I think it must have been when Allison scored that header – um, to keep Liverpool in the Champions League, that must have been like a time where Klopp was like, you know what, this team is far too good to just be trying to compete for top four. Like, yes, we've had injuries. I think that's partially why they brought in Luis Diaz, um, because he said, you know what, we if we go to top, if we go for top four, I need backups. I need a bench. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I think, I think winner of tomorrow, I think probably is taking the Premier League title. Mm -hmm. I can see that. I can honestly see that carrying into bleeding into Champions League as well. As long as you guys make it to the final, um, I feel like the trophies won't be shared. It'll be kind of a very and it's going to be interesting because the in the league both times was both times we faced Liverpool. I would argue we were the better side. Definitely, definitely this time out. But yeah, that's the a theme of Liverpool. Sorry, we kind of see that with Liverpool all the time they don't actually have to be good to that's to what i was gonna say points. that's what i was gonna say that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah. is liverpool when they win they're not necessarily the best team that day when city win they are the best team that day yeah yeah if city aren't actually i've only seen that against arsenal that was the only time where you guys weren't the better oh, team yeah. and still won a game usually yeah, if you guys aren't on it you guys will 
drop points to, you know, the Southampton, to the Burnley, stuff like but, that. But that's because, but that team is going to be like boxed in and everything. Like, we're gonna yeah, be, and they'll just kind of do all of you guys. That's what, I'm gonna, that, that's what I was going to say. So two times we've already been the better, the better team and Liverpool have got the better result because they weren't the better team and they came out with a point still in a situation where they probably shouldn't have. So if that happens for the FA Cup and Liverpool are able to convert their chances and be very clinical around the goal, it's going to be very, very hard on Manchester City. I think especially like back to the kind of where the trophies are going. What does what does Klopp have right now? Just kind of career wise in his was it six six years at Liverpool? It's like a, a Champions League and a Premier League, I think. Truly, won a FA. Yeah, maybe like some smaller trophies, but one Champions League, one Premier League. If he's kind of you know who's supposed to be neck and neck with Pep in this era, it's a little it's a little shaky. Especially if Pep wins the Champions League this year with City, that's not gonna that's not gonna look too good. I feel like if he if Liverpool can get the quadruple, that's kind of their, their way to, to compete with Pep's legacy. Because yeah. right now, it's, it's, it's really an uphill battle for Klopp, when, if you make the comparison. Yeah, yeah, it is. He'll want his legacy remembered in the Premier League. Um, but let's move over to top four, because um, Arsenal have been slipping up a bit to let. Yeah, I don't know where, where this came from. I, it's just like, actually, I know, you know exactly you know where what it came I'll from. Say? Yeah, we don't have fullbacks. That's where it came from. It's the injuries. And literally yeah. last time on the podcast when we had Patrick here. Yeah. He said, he one injury is all it takes. And yeah. then one no, we, we, no, we literally said it, Odegaard or Partey because they're both irreplaceable in the team. And now yeah. Partey will be going for what seems like the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you immediately lose two games. Yeah, immediately lose two games, which I think if we had um, – Actually, I'm not, I don't even have to say, I think. If we had Tierney and Tomiyasu in for both those games, that's easy three points, I think. I agree. And if we had Partey fully fit in the, the game that we just lost last weekend to Brighton, I think that would have been a huge help. But he was only like 50% fitness. But yeah, we just don't have the, the drop-off, you know? I think you can really tell that Arteta was Pep's assistant coach in the way that they, they play and set up the team. And, you know, Pep doesn't have bad players in a, in the 23 man squad. Like we know that we did the our episode where you know we said we get City's worst player and it was City's worst player is probably starting for 15 of the other teams in the 15 of the other Premier League squads. So, I think where Arteta goes wrong is he if we lose a player, we'll kind of end up going to the bench and expecting a similar quality drop off whenever City get injuries, you know. Like, you lose a Sterling, bring in Mahrez. There's no drop-off there. Whereas if we lose Tierney, we're bringing in a 21-year-old kid that we just signed from Portugal, Nuno Tavares, and there's a huge drop-off there, and he doesn't seem to prepare for that. And that's really what's killing us in these games. I think it's also your lack of depth at crucial positions. So I'll say, really, the main hole in Pep's team is he can't lose a right-back or a CDM. Everyone else he can afford to lose. Like, even no KDB, we were fine for a while. Yeah. And no Partey. I mean, I, I really feel like ESR really should have stepped up when given the chance to come in for Odegaard because that's essentially what he did. Well, he, yeah, he, he was did last, season. last season. No, but he's not, he's not fully fit right now. No, but he played in the Palace game, and he missed two very good chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't think that's our 
I mean, it's definitely an issue, but I don't know. It's not I the think, issue. Yeah, it's not the issue. Okay. I don't think we. I I know. I've heard some like rumors of Partey's doing like extra training now to because he can't adapt to the Premier League. Oh wow. The physicality of it now, but yeah. No, if we can get him playing, you know, thirty games a season, I'll be. I think we'll have no problem. But anytime he's out of the squad, we don't have a replacement for him, and that's that's always going to bring us problems. All right, so so I'll leave you both to answer this as kind of the last question. Owen, to you, who's getting fourth? I think my heart wants to say Arsenal. I don't know. I just don't. I can't picture Tottenham in there. Um, I will say, Tottenham play Arsenal. I know. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. I think it might come down to that game because uh-huh. what is it? Arsenal's. One game behind. Tottenham plays Liverpool, and I don't see them winning that. Um, but Ars- Arsenal, we, Arsenal we, we play, I think, United and Chelsea. You do United play United and Chelsea, Chelsea with their former and selves. West Ham. You do play West yeah. Ham as well. And West Ham. I don't, um, it's kind of like dumb to say, but I think that's nine points. I, don't I, know. I, think, I, think, I think you guys yeah. can lose against Chelsea. I don't think. I could see a loss. I could see a draw or a loss against Chelsea. I don't think I'm saying I'm thinking no. Okay, maybe not the way Chelsea's playing. Eh. Chelsea played very, very well. They but they also go and lose four four one to Brentford. Like it's a real it's a real weird spot that they're in right now. And also beginning of the season, I know it was a long time ago, but like we only lost two nil. And it was with it was with a back line of Kolasinac, Tierney, Holding, Mari, and Cedric. That's not the Actually, now that I'm saying that, we have like half of those players that are still there right now. Just those are your of, replacements right now. <laughs> yeah, just because of the injuries we're facing. But I don't know. I was more hopeful about this game with a full-strength squad. But now that you know, we lost Tierney and we lost Tomiyasu for now, as well as Party, it's looking a bit harsh. Yeah. I think my thoughts here is, since you guys are one game behind, I think you, you can afford to lose one. Because I don't see a way that Tottenham is beating, beating Liverpool. So they're going to lose one, at least. And you guys might lose to Chelsea. And then United, West Ham, I think you guys have them. So I think it's going to come down to that game on May 12th. Owner of Arsenal, yeah. Tottenham, I think, is getting champions yeah. a bit. I feel like wow. that was so two huge games coming up in the... Wow. I, know, I think that scheduling was very intentful. Really, you, you, saw, you think they saw it coming down to, to these two? Yeah, they've been waiting to reschedule that game since like was it January or February? For a I think. While. Uh-huh. And they they like they just like left it up in the air, and I think it was to see like who would actually end up as like the the top four favorites. And now that it's Arsenal and Tottenham, they're like, yeah, we got to make that last game of the season. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, I think West Ham will probably be focused on Europa League, which is crazy that they're in the Europa League final. Yeah, it is. Um, Owen, any final thoughts? I'm just excited to watch some good games, man. Exactly. Excited exactly. To see what exactly. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you next week.